Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good day, everyone. We have been studying the four aspects of God's life that he wants to portray through us as we live our Christian walk. And to help us to remember these four aspects, we have used the acronym LIFE, L-I-F-E, and we have shared that they stand for love, integrity, forgiveness, and excellence. Now, we have been studying the second aspect, integrity, And we saw yesterday that God is holy in that he is whole. He is entire. He's complete. He's perfect. He has integrity. There is no inconsistency in God. He is the same from the circumference to the core. He is just what he is. He doesn't change. God doesn't try to be something. He just is who he is. God doesn't choose to be loving. He just is loving. God doesn't choose to be just. He couldn't be anything else but just. These are just attributes of his being. And because he has integrity, he lives up to all that he is. You know, when we realize this, it will help us to understand God's judgment upon sin. I have read many times in the newspaper a columnist asking, how could a loving God allow people to go to hell, go to a place where they are eternally going to be separated from him. And they will stress God's loving kindness and say, how can a loving God do this? The reason that Jesus talks so much about hell is because of God's justice, because of who he is. Every sin must be judged. Every sin must be made right. And that is because of God's integrity. Sin must be judged. There is no wrong that is not going to be exposed and made right. You know, we see this right at the very beginning when Cain killed Abel. And God comes to Cain and says, where is your brother Abel? And Cain responds, am I my brother's keeper? And God says to him, Abel's blood cries out from the ground to me. What was Abel's blood crying? It was saying, make it right. Make it right. I have been wronged. I have been killed. Something must be made right in this. You see, God cannot just sweep sin under the carpet. He cannot just say, well, I'll just forget about that. I know you were wrong. I know you meant well and you did a bad thing there. And I'm just going to forget about it. God cannot just forget about it. He is holy. He is just. If God could forget about it, he would self-destruct. He would no longer be who he is. He is a God of integrity. And when there is a wrong, his justice cries out that it must be made right. Can you imagine the cry that must be in God's ears now after all these generations from Cain and Abel down to now? Every murder that's been committed, every wrong that's ever been done, every lie that's ever been spoken, every injustice that has ever been committed, it's all crying in the ears of God saying, make it right, make it right, make it right. And God is who he is and he will make it right. Now this is why Jesus came. 
There was the mercy side of God, the loving kindness of God that is not willing that any would perish. And so God actually made a way that his justice and his mercy could be balanced by sending Jesus Christ to come to earth to bear the penalty of our sin upon himself on the cross. And he made reconciliation. And it is the only way that reconciliation can be made. For there is no other name given under heaven among men whereby we must be saved but the name of Jesus. It is only because of what Christ accomplished on the cross that we are able to come into contact with God. If not, our sins will condemn us and it will be made right. Thank the Lord because I have accepted Christ. My sins have already been dealt with. My sins have already been made right in the body of Jesus Christ on the cross. That's why Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come to the Father except through me. And if we are so proud and so stubborn and resistant that we will not accept what Christ has done, then we automatically fall under the justice of God and our sin is going to destroy us. You see, it's not that God so much sends people to hell. It is just the natural consequence because man with his sin is incompatible with God. You know, it's like having a hot skillet that's on the stove and then seeing a few droplets of water fall on that skillet. What happens? Well, it'll dance for just a few seconds and then it's gone. The water cannot exist in the presence of that red-hot skillet. It's not that the red-hot skillet has so much decided that it's going to destroy the water. It is just the nature of it all. Water is incompatible with that red-hot skillet. It will evaporate. It will be gone. And so it is with us. If we stand before a red-hot holy God whose justice is absolute, we will not be able to stand in his presence. The least sin will destroy us because it is incompatible with God. Sin will be judged. Every wrong will be made right. The soul that sins will surely die. I thank the Lord that he has provided a way of escape through Jesus Christ. As a Christian, the scripture says our life is hid in Christ. But if we are resistant and our life is outside of Christ, there is no way we're going to be able to stand in his presence. It's like a, it's like that drop of water being real macho saying, I don't need anything. I'm my own person. I don't need any help. Well, it doesn't matter how macho that drop of water is. When it comes in contact with that skillet, it's going to be destroyed. You see, when we understand God's nature, when we understand his integrity, then heaven and hell make sense. Then we realize the importance of Jesus coming and bearing our sin upon the cross. We understand the importance of going into all the world and sharing the good news with everyone saying, you need to come to Christ because it's only in Christ that we can stand before God. You see, today we are living in a dispensation of grace. The New Testament emphasizes the grace that God has extended towards man in this time, that if we will accept what Christ has done for us, we will be saved. But grace makes no sense unless it is against the backdrop of God's justice and holiness. The Old Testament shows us clearly that God is just and righteous and every sin is going to be judged. 
But there is now a window of opportunity that if we will accept Christ, our sins can be forgiven and we can come into the presence of God just as I am. Billy Graham, in all the evangelistic meetings that he has held over the years, gives an invitation hymn at the end that says, Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me, I come, I come. The scripture says today is the day of salvation. And if we would not harden our hearts, we could enter into the salvation that God has for us. It's very important for us to see this distinction in God, that he is loving, but he is also just. And just as he loves the world so much that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him would not perish and have everlasting life, just as strong and far-reaching as his love, we must see outside of that provision, his justice is just as strong and just as far-reaching. And we do not want to stand in his presence and face the justice of God without the protection and provision that Christ has given us. Listen how Paul writes to the church at Corinth as he expresses these same truths. He writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and beginning to read at verse 10. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad, knowing therefore the terror of the Lord. See, I tell you, when we stand before God, this is going to be terrible. He goes on, Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. Then going down to verse 14, For the love of Christ compels us, because we judge thus, that if one died for all, then all died. And then it goes on in verse 15, And he died for all, that those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Verse 17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation, Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Paul's saying, we have this ministry. We're telling you that Christ died. And if you accept him, you can be reconciled to God. And then going on in verse 19, that is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them. When we are in Christ, we are protected and our sins are not held against us because Christ bore them on the cross. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf be reconciled to God. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Today I have shared the reality of who God is. He is just, but because of his love, he has provided a way for us to be reconciled to him. I implore you, as Paul said, if you are listening to this today, and have never put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, put your faith in Christ. He is the only way of salvation. We'll be back tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. 
Bye for now. Before I go, the material I'm covering now on the program is from my book, Is There More to Life Than Living? It is available for purchase on Amazon or from the church office. Get it for yourself or to pass on to a friend. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. But as you know, we are not meeting there right now due to the coronavirus. Instead, we are streaming our Sunday service online starting at 1030. Go to our website at kwcf.org to check out all the details. We are living through difficult times right now. But the Bible tells us to cast all of our care on Him, for He cares for us. So till next time, let God keep your life in balance.